0: And thank you for tuning in to another episode of Sash First We hope that everyone is staying safe and healthy during this time. Today, we have a very special guest with us. Cassandra Wallace, Ms. World America, is our guest today.
1: Hello, Cassandra. Hello, Cassandra. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor and a privilege to be here today.
2: Well, we are thrilled to have you join in our SAS Versations podcast, and can you please introduce yourself to all of our listeners and tell them a little bit about yourself?
1: Absolutely. I would love to do that. Um, Like you just said, my name is Cassandra Wallace. I um, currently have two titles. I'm the current Ms. World America and Ms. World International Misses. I am married, have three wild rambunctious little boys, and I really enjoy volunteering and doing community service on a local level in my small town I live in and an international level as well. And I'm super involved with a lot of different charities and I'm just really passionate about setting a good example for my children about loving other people and giving back and trying to make a difference.
2: Oh, that is wonderful.
0: So tell us more about the World International Pageant System. I know that it has been around for a few years, but, you know, I recently myself saw a lot about it on Instagram, and I just cannot wait to learn more about it from you.
1: Oh, I would love to tell you about it. It's such a unique and dynamic pageant system that, seriously, if you go participate in this pageant, you won't want to be in any other pageant. It is phenomenal. It's <laughs> phenomenal. It, they treat every single contestant like you're a queen. So you show up there. We all got to stay. I think different places there. Di- I mean, different years is at different places. Last year, it was in Miami. They took us out on yachts. They took us like we got to go jet skiing, paddle boarding. We got to like eat at really nice places. We had um, this phenomenal like film crew that followed us everywhere. They did customized digital photos. Fo- photos and videos of the entire three days that we were there and then they just give them to all the contestants and they're like super phenomenal because while the pageant is actually going on they're also doing a reality tv show called queen of the crown and it's kind of like you would imagine from the title it's a reality tv show about pageants so it's Really cool and fun to have like all those camera crews around because you know sometimes you don't quite get yourself in the selfie, or you're like, Oh man, I wish I had a photo of me in that outfit. Well, guess what? You have a team of professional photographers that got it for you, and you get the video clips of it. And so that's like a super fun element. And another thing that's a little bit unique about the pageant system is that they don't do a lot of rehearsals, which some of the other pageants I've been in was tons and tons of like opening number rehearsals, like over and over again. (laughs) And this one, it's a very short, brief opening number, and then you move on. And it's just much more focused on interacting with the other ladies, learning about their platform, seeing what their passions are, and having a good time and celebrating your accomplishments and a lot more like, Just connectedness. I mean, all of the girls I competed with, I have all of their phone numbers. I talked to all of them. They're incredible, amazing, wonderful women. And it was just such a phenomenal opportunity to be in that pageant system. And they give you all kinds of like goodie bags when you get there and anything you need. The director's like super responsive and super kind and helpful and even. This at any point during the year, if you need anything, she's phenomenal. And it's a really cool pageant. There's no talent portion, which is sort of normal when you've got the like older married people like myself. Um, but it's a really cool way to showcase your platform and to meet women from all over the world and see what their platforms are and their passions.
2: Well, and can you tell us a little bit more about the actual areas of competition at the page?
1: Yes, absolutely. So it's got
2: part of the traditional part is,
1: of course, there's your interview portion. It's all equally. It's got a pretty cool weighting system, though, about it. So your top score and your bottom score is thrown out. So it's what you did the best at, basically. So it's you've got your interview portion. The judges are not people that are in pageant industry, which is something that's also unique to it. And none of the judges knew who they were going to be judging until they like literally sat down and saw us. So they don't usually release the contestants until a couple days before the actual pageant. And the judges are never like shown anybody's social media and it's not linked to the pageant. So it's completely a blind panel of judges that were from all over the world. So that was really unique and made it definitely feel a lot more like fair, like you're being judged on what you brought at that moment then other than based on what was on your media source. So there's interview portion, the costume portion where you come out and you would do like, if you were in a state representative, you would be doing something for your state. If it's a country representative, you would be doing a costume based on your state. You're not necessarily judged on, you know, like how intricate your costume is, but more so judged on your explanation of it. So of course you get to come out, walk, show your beautiful costume. And then you get to explain to the judges like, this is my costume. This is why I picked this, and that's more what you're judged on. And then there's also the evening gown portion where you get to come and show your beautiful moves and your lovely evening gown. Then there's also um, the swimsuit portion, um, which they let you wear whatever you want. Um, I don't think there there might have been one girl that wore a one piece, but typically I think everybody wore like two pieces and. You didn't have to keep us wrong on or off. That was totally your discretion at what you preferred. And then um, they also had um, separate from the pageant, like a runway thing down on the beach where they had like photographed and everybody and kind of gave like a run through and practice before the actual pageant and judges so that you could like, you know, time your wardrobe change and all of that. But that that's what the, the elements that the pageant is judged on.
2: Oh, okay. And uh, I think, I think uh, Tiffany, I know somebody you competed with, Sophia from Australia. Yes, yes, yes.
1: We, she's we awesome. Her. I love her. She's sweet.
2: Yeah, we knew her from uh, our involvement with Worldwide Pageants, and we had the honor of meeting her a couple summers ago in Omaha. So that's kind of fun that we all have a, a mutual sash sister in that regard. Yeah, that's super cool. Yeah, she was a doll. I loved getting to know her. And then what titles were actually awarded at your, at the pageant?
1: So they had two pageants going on at the same time. So they had um, Ms. World America. So then there was all the state representatives that were there. Um, And so I originally went to the pageant representing Washington state, which is where I'm from. And then I won Ms. World America. And then they had the four runners up for the states there. And then for the Ms. World International pageant, um, I went as the America representative. But they had – so the, the top winner of that, her name's Layla. So she is Ms. World International. And then I was first runner-up. So my title is Ms. World International Mrs. Um, and then there were – there's three other people that had titles that were uh, Ms. World International woman. And Ms. World International Miss, because they had, you know, and then Ms. I think. And then they're also they have a sister pageant. So they've got um the Ms. Universe pageant as well. So there was a lot of um girls there that were in that pageant that received similar titles as well.
2: Oh, well, thank you. That that that's very exciting. So many opportunities for the Queens participating.
1: Yeah, it's really fun. It's not like there's just one person. I mean, there's definitely like a a hierarchy of it. But there's definitely opportunities for more than one crown. And they actually they had one that they handed out for the girl who had done the most promo. So she got the title of ambassador. So she got a crown and a sash because she'd done the most social media and events and that leading up to it. So I I thought that was a cool way to honor somebody who had, you know, done a lot of hard work and promo for the pageant. Nice to give them a little bit of like, you know, kudos for all their hard work.
2: I agree. I think that's very nice.
0: Now that I know that COVID-19 has derailed a lot of pageant title holders, plans and appearances. So what upcoming appearances do you
1: have that you are excited about or do you have plans? I am so excited. I've had so many that I've been working on for so long and then of course they've been delayed. So I'm really excited for (laughs) when everything opens up. I've actually, um, I'm on the planning committee for the Boys and Girls Club, a local one um, for their annual gala. I've been planning that since the fall and it was supposed to take place in March. Of course it did not. But So that is postponed until October, and I'm really excited about that because I've been, I mean, we would meet like once a week. We've been working on this. A lot of women have put a lot of effort into that, so I'm super excited about the Boys and Girls Club Gala. It's an after-school care program for kids. It provides a safe place for them to learn. They get healthy snacks. They get gym time. They get access to library computers. They get access to Wonderful adults who will invest in them and their time and their energy. So that's one event I'm super excited about. I've also been invited to go over to uh, Channel A podcast. They have, um, I like to do a lot of international stuff, and they have every Saturday, I mean, not right now, but once everything's lifted, every Saturday, they have a group of teens that come in that are immigrants that have come from countries where they were like war-torn areas and they're kind of assimilating into the greater Seattle area. And so they bring in people to just come and, you know, just tell them random Seattle facts or just spend time and make them feel welcome and, you know, just answer questions and to just kind of be a friend. And so I'm supposed to go do that on the first Saturday that everything's lifted. So I'm really excited uh, to go do that. that will be super fun. And then um, I am also uh, working with a nonprofit organization that helps set up um, the correct term I'm supposed to use. I'm not supposed to say the word orphanage anymore. It's uh, global communities or global daycare centers in like either really impoverished areas or really hard to get to areas. And so I was actually supposed to be leaving originally next week to go overseas for a week to go volunteer with that. But of course that is also delayed. <laughs> so I'm, um, once that all opens up, I'm really excited to go have those opportunities to volunteer and to like give back. And I'm just so excited for them.
2: Well, could you also tell us more about your individual platform, Fishline?
1: Yes, absolutely. So Fishline is this super cool, it's a food bank and it's in Paulsbow, where I live. It's my hometown. There's like eight 8,000 people, little tiny town, but super cool. It is set up like the nicest grocery store you've ever walked in. Legit. It is so beautiful. And it's, is really unique in the fact that it's like totally funded by the community. This little tiny community totally funded it. They just built a brand new building that costs like, I think like two point something million dollars and they built it cash. Cause the community is so involved in giving back and I go and volunteer there. I go to their like annual fundraising galas and volunteer there. And it's something that's like so important and meaningful to my heart because as a child, my mom was a single mom and she had six kids and she worked super hard and she's amazing woman but we didn't have a lot of money and um, we would go to that food bank and get food. Like that's how I would eat. And so it just, it feels so cool to be able to like give back to something that was so impactful and meaningful in my life because really it's so hard to focus in school. It's so hard to focus just on your day. If your stomach is just growling and you haven't eaten that day. So to be able to have a full stomach seriously allows you to be able to study better to retain the information better to do better at work to you can just reach your potential so much better if you have a full stomach and so i just love the idea of giving back to an organization that helps get me to where i am today and they have expanded since when i was a kid they were just a straight food bank now they are like so much more they offer they have a full dental practice that is If you don't have money, you can still come in and get free dental care from like really top-notch dentists that are volunteering their services and their time. They offer all kinds of really cool budgeting and they'll help. Hey, you don't know, you don't have a job. They will help you fill out resumes. They will help you get clothes that you can wear to your interview. They will do practice interviews with you. They will help you get the skills and the tools that you need so that you can be successful in your ventures. And I mean, they just have like countless stories of so many people's lives that have been impacted because it's not about just like, oh, hey, let's let's just feed you food and send you on your way. It's hey, let's feed you food and let's figure out how to get you in a spot where you don't need to come get food here, although we love seeing you. (laughs) So it's really cool that they help with that, that I like the idea of not just being like a handout, but it's a step up like here, let's help you be successful by giving you the tools that you might not necessarily have available to you.
2: And that's so inspiring, because they're not just feeding the the physical body they're the empowerment is feeding the soul, and that's what's really so amazing about something and a group like that Have you um, during the the recent covid nineteen uh, issues have have you seen have they had a, a big jump in demand? I know i've seen across the country how food banks are just inundated now uh, with requests for food.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they have way more um, that they are very much so inundated. But like I said, the community here is so awesome that the grocery stores donate tons and tons of their food to them. And they're, they also have a lot like a huge garden on site that they grow a lot of food there. So people get at their the food bank, you get organic food. It's grown locally. It's fabulous. And, but yeah, they definitely have stepped it up and they have a really cool program going on now because of course some people aren't able to leave their house or, you know, like if you're being compromised or you're elderly, maybe you don't want to leave your house. And so they have volunteers. You can call in and say, Hey, this is what, you know, I, I need food. These are the things that I would like to have. This is my address. And they will literally have volunteers come and leave it at your doorstep. So that way, if you can't leave the house, but you need food, it's delivered to you safe it's on the doorstep when they're gone you can come out and get it so there's no like you know risk of anything and any donations that they get of food they've got a separate building that they quarantine it for like three days in like they they just really have very cool procedures in place to make this difficult time easier for people to allow them to get access to food when needed
2: well that that's wonderful and and it's that kind of team spirit in a community that'll carry everybody through this pandemic. Absolutely.
0: Now, tell us about how our audience can follow you through through your reign. Tell us your, um, how they could find you on Instagram, how they could find you on Facebook or any other social media site.
1: Sure. Absolutely. So on Facebook, it's just Cassandra Wallace. And on Instagram, it's Cassandra.Bannon.Wallace. Um, I'm definitely more active on Instagram. <laughs> it's my preferred social media for sure. Uh, I, I just love seeing everyone's pictures and stuff. But yeah, please feel free to follow me. I absolutely love hearing from people. I do try to respond to everything. And especially if you've got any kind of like charity work or anything like that. Like I absolutely love volunteering and helping organizations. So if you have something you would like me to do with, please contact me and I would love to help if any way I can.
2: And uh, will your rain be extended, will you be having your pageant this summer or do you, do you know yet from your organization what the future plans are?
1: Yeah, actually um, I'm kind of glad they extended it (laughs) selfishly because it was supposed to be up in June actually. So which kind of would have been a bummer because a lot of, you know, my rain stuff's been shut down and, um, so they actually have extended it until the end of October. So it's still taking place. It's just bumped back from the June date to the end of October.
2: Okay, so, so good to know, and they are accepting new applications from anybody who might listen today on our podcast and be interested in participating in your system. Are they still interviewing and, and giving uh, what I would assume would be uh, appointed titles? yes
1: they are still doing appointed titles absolutely yeah and it's super cool so this year it's in miami again but then next year it's going to be in thailand and they're going to feed little baby tigers and elephants which i'm super jealous i think that sounds super fun but yeah they're still definitely taking applicants they do um they start at the state levels so um the state levels or country levels if you're in the international one but definitely it's um com or you can i have tons of posts on them on all my social media you can find them that way or just send me a message and i'd be happy to send anyone the link it's a super fun pageant and i would totally recommend doing it it will be the most fun and a pageant you've ever had i promise
2: all right well thank thank you for giving that information to pass on to our our sash sisters across the nation yes well thank you to- well- Oh, yeah. Well, Cassandra, yes, we've enjoyed the show today. And is there anything else that you'd like our listeners to know?
1: Um, You know, I just think everybody should stay safe and do their part. And thank you so much for having me today. It was such an honor and a joy to be here. I greatly appreciate it.
2: Well, and thank you to our listeners who tuned in, as always. And as we always like to say, stay safe.